Welcome, awesome people. Welcome to a little R&R with Rick and Rebecca. Good to have you back today. Uh, hope that your day and week are going well. Yeah. We're going to dive into uh, part of our series on spiritual practices. In uh, previous ones, we talked about meditation and worship. We're going to talk about scripture today yeah, as buddy. a means of transformation and really how scripture changes us and how to interact with scripture in a way for us to be open to it changing us. Yes. Sound like a plan? I like it. Sweet. So maybe we should start with a personal example. Oh, no. Of how scripture has <laughs> impacted us. Oh, how it's impacted and us. And led okay. to change. You go first. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was asking the question to you to give myself a chance to think. Okay. So I nice. love that. Nice. Yeah, I threw you off on that you one, did. buddy. So I was, you know how you have read the same scripture like oh, 175 times? Yes. And all of a sudden you read it and you go, wait, where is that? Well, yeah. How did I miss that one? So there's a, a Lamentations scripture. That, deep cut. Come on. Deep cut, man. <laughs> that I've heard four and 12 times in my life and heard preached upon, whatever. But I was reading it a few months ago, and for some reason, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And it's from chapter 3, verses 22 to 24. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies began afresh each morning. And when I when I read that, what impacted me the most was his mercies began afresh each morning. Huh. And I recognized that God has been really merciful to me. Yeah. And that every morning, despite yesterday, 20 yesterdays ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. And all my sin and stuff and whatever, there's a fresh supply of mercy every day. Yep. And for some reason, when I read it that day, it wrecked me. Yep. And rather than going, oh, this is great information. God has mercy. His faithfulness is good. It's new every day. That's a great thing to learn. That's fine. But what happened is it brought me to a place of gratitude and That's so wonder cool. at God. Like, how can you be so merciful to me yeah. when I repeatedly screw up? And I think for me as an example of what we're talking about today of how scripture can change us. You're not reading it for information. Right. You're reading for transformation. So if I'm reading it just to learn something, I mean, that's fine. Learning is great. But according to James, if I just know stuff and don't do stuff, I don't really have faith. Right. And so this is a, this scripture to me just, I don't know, it's one of those things and I've been thinking about it for two months now. Wow. Of like, God, today your mercies are new. And they're never going to run out for me. Yeah. So that's an example for me recently. How about you? You've had plenty of time to think about one now. Okay. Go for I just it. want to add to what you just sure. said, though, because like in an addict world, we excuse ourselves for using it any time of day because we say it's five o'clock somewhere. Sure. And so according to that verse, I think it's really funny because no matter what time of day it is, it's Don is breaking somewhere. somewhere. And his mercy is new. His mercy is new. So somewhere. there you I go. Like that. So you there you get it's to a fresh use it. all it's day a, long. All day long, hmm. buddy. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, the one that continually comes up is the really popular wedding scriptures of love is patient, love is kind. Yeah. 
Uh, it is not rude. It's not self Every wedding has yeah, to have Every those, wedding right? has so, it. Yep. But I went through a period where I had to rewrite those and put, I am, I am patient. I am kind. Yeah. And that's one that keeps coming back to me because there was a time that when I would say them of, I am patient and I am kind, I felt like an idiot saying them because it was so far. Did from it not what feel was, true. It was so okay. far from what was actually taking place in that okay. moment. But now it's like this deep thing of like, no, this is God's image in me that I can tap into when I'm willing. The question is if I'm Are willing. Are you willing? That's good. That's good. Am I willing? So those are some examples of recent ones for us. Let's talk a little bit about different ways to interact with scripture Yeah, and maybe even where to start. I think a common question we get is where do I even start reading yes. a book of 66 books, right? Yep. So let's maybe start there is how do you know where to start and kind of take it from there. So if you've been around a while, I almost always will say the gospel of John first, yes. personal favorite gospel. Uh, and, but there's not really a right or wrong answer to this question. No, there isn't. I would say ideally start with, uh, the gospels because it gives you the foundation of who Jesus is and what he teaches. Yeah. But, but somewhere like that's a good place to start. The Psalms are great places to start of these heart cries to God kind of thing. Yeah. I guess the key is to start somewhere. Don't let that be an obstacle. Uh, start somewhere. Like, again, let's just say the gospels are a great place to start. And then don't worry about reading 30 chapters a day. No. Right? Like, it's not about quantity. It's about quality and yes. your investment in the text. Yep. So if you only read a verse a day, but actually let the verse sink in and live differently, that's way more beneficial than 30 chapters and not changing, Yes, right? it is. Uh, so for those of us who are type A perfectionist achievers, <laughs> uh, we kind of think... and. For by we, I mean me, kind of think I have to achieve in reading too. And I have to finish a certain number of whatever to look good to myself and God. And so one of the ways God broke me down with that is a number of years ago, actually with Psalm 16, we talked about in a previous podcast. Yes. I was reading through, going to read it for the day, get my, my Psalm done, right? And the Lord stopped me on verse one. Yep. And he literally held me there for about two to three weeks. On one That's verse. so cool. So for an achiever type A, it drove me crazy. Yep. But it forced me to slow down. So like, don't be concerned with the quantity. If it's one or two verses, but you're actually engaging with it, that's beautiful. Now, it's great to read more. Don't hear that. It's, it's great to read more. But the point is to actually take it in. So maybe a good place to start is a gospel. Start with a few minutes a day. And I think the second, third thing is to be consistent. Yes. Don't read once every seven months. But be consistent, which I why I think is smaller goals are, are probably better for that too, right? Anything you'd add to like where to start or how to do it? Uh, I don't know why for me, it's a lot of times it's Paul's letters that really get me. That I, I know that people are supposed to start gospels to get the central idea of Jesus and who he is. But there's something about Corinthians, Romans, and Ephesians that just huh. hook my heart 
um, in big major ways. And Ephesians, especially like chapters one, two, and three tell you everything God has given you. And chapters four, five, and six tell you what you get to do with it, how it actually gets applied. That's cool. Um, And and chapters one, two, and three are like one big stinking run-on sentence excitedly told to us. Like, I don't think he took a breath or put any (laughs) kind of pause in there. He was just like, you have every spiritual blessing from heavenly places. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it feels like, yeah. So, but I think that whole idea of it doesn't matter where you start. I do think New Testament is much wiser and that you chew on it, that it has to be chewed on. It cannot be like, think fine dining as opposed to old country buffet. You want (laughs) to, you want to actually like, you know, chew on it or from where i come from pizza ranch pizza ranch there you go mashed taters okay so let's suppose we pick john okay let's suppose we decide i'm going to read 10 minutes a day and i'm gonna read a few verses uh let's talk a little bit about a way you can interact with the scripture yes so around here we do the soap method which we like how simple it is love that right so the s stands for scripture yep the o is observation the a is application yep and the p is prayer so it kind of gives you a, a guide, a format to follow. And again, not to be legalistic, but for some of us, we need a like a, a format, a, a format. Right? It helps. And so let's suppose we're reading John 1, verse 1. In yes. the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And let's suppose we stop and think about that verse. We're observing. We've read the scripture. Now we're observing. Yep. I actually want to jump in, though, and say that the S for soap is not just to catch the scripture, but to rewrite it. There's something that happens when we see it in our own handwriting. Sure. It's kind of like how we process differently. It engages a different sense. It engages a different sense and engages our brain in a different way. So it's not just reading the scripture, but when you write that scripture out that stands out to you, it does something different in your brain. God hardwired us that way. I like that. So read it, write it. Yes. And then observe. And then observe. And so if you're thinking about in the beginning was the word, an observation, if you're aware of Genesis 1-1... In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Mm-hmm. So an observation from this verse might be God is giving us a flashback to creation. Yep. And he's letting us know that now Jesus is coming in a, in a fresh new way for us. Yep. And that would be a way to observe this one. The application one could be, how do I acknowledge him as coming into my life and as God in my life? Yes. Right? And then I could pray that verse back, God, help me to let you be Lord of my life. Help me to let you rule over my life. So that's just one example. Yeah. But the the method is really just a tool. Yes, it is. So let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> how you personally have learned to apply scripture. Oof. Is it just like, I'm going to think about it throughout the day? Is it like, what do you do to help apply scripture to your life? Well, unfortunately, I have been a really good, bad example because I used to... <laughs> <laughs> I used to read scripture 
so that I could back up arguments that I already have. You're not supposed to do that? You're not huh. supposed to do that. To prove that. my own biases about I'm things? not supposed to do that. Wow. Because I read scripture and, you know, I read the one that said it's sharper than any double-edged sword. So then what I did is I would take the scripture and I would use it against people huh. yep. and just start lopping off limbs. Ouch. And then I found out. You're not supposed, supposed to, to do, do that. So when know. we're reading scripture and we're applying it, I, in my addictive thinking, have to rein myself in that the scriptures are not for someone else. Yeah, they're for me. That's good. So apply this to yourself is for first. Me. Okay. If I'm not, and, and it's real easy for me to think I'm already applying it to myself to find out later. No, I'm not. Sure. So it's like the scripture's meant for me. It's sharper than a double-edged sword for my heart. Okay. So in what ways, what is it that God is trying to cut away? What is it that he wants to remove? What is it that he wants to add? What is it that I'm supposed to take away yeah. from this and actually apply and then do? Yep. So have you ever read scripture and your first thought was like, ouch, right? Oh, There's something convicting, now, yes. Yeah. Yes. Something convicting, something challenging. So you're saying, don't think, don't oh man, I can't that. wait. I want to go sh share with sh Sally Sue. Right. She, that girl needs to know. They got to hear this one. <laughs> that would be lack of humility, right? So what you're saying is instead of doing that, Lord, what do I need What's to hear What's for from me? This? If you use it in someone else's life later, that's up to you, but. How do I need to hear this? Yep. Too? So letting the sword do its surgery on us. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I think another thing to tie in would be James teaching that that just knowing things isn't the key. No, it's, action. it's not. It's action. So if I'm reading this to just learn things, that's not the whole goal. Yep. That's a start. I got to change the way that I think. But if I'm following the way God works in my life and his transformation process, I need to take that truth and begin to act on it. Yeah. And there's something that happens in us when we act on truth, we start to shift and change. Absolutely. And then there's the prayer step, the last part of the soap process. And this could look various ways. So you can maybe share how you do this, but how I do this is I will either pray the scripture back. So for example, the Lamentations one about, his mercies are new every morning. I will pray that back. God, thank you so much that your mercies are new every morning. Thank you so much that your love never ceases. Your faithfulness never ends. I'll kind of pray the verse yeah. back, which helps me remember it better. Or I'll pray that verse over a situation I'm dealing with. Or even if God leads me to pray for somebody else, not in a, I need to change that person kind right. of way, but God show your mercy to this person. So I do it several ways like that. But I, I, I for me, I need to have closure in the prayer part of it to yeah. help me make it real for me. It solidifies it solidifies big time. It. And as I've prayed, God, thank you for your faithfulness. It's just, and your mercies, it's just done something in my soul. It's so good. And I hope this is true. And if it's not, please don't say this on air, <laughs> but I hope it's leading me then to show mercy yeah, to others. You're a very merciful person. You're yep. kind. So yep. I think the prayer part enables it to get deeper into our soul. So yep. how would you pray a scripture? What does that look like for you, the, the, the last part of the soap process? For me, that last part is whatever that I caught that was God showing me what he's like. 
he's made me in his image. And so I'm, I usually then become very aware, like your example of mercy. Um, I might not necessarily pray it for someone else because I'm an addict who's sure. much more self-centered. Sure. And, <laughs> but, yeah. but I would be asking, okay, if this is your nature, then show me what that looks like for me to be merciful because oh, that's yeah. not natural to me. That's good. That's good. That's not natural to me. And so I essentially, want it to Jesus, become, show me how you would show mercy if that's the through context. me. Okay. Through well, me. Through you. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's good. Yep. So soap is one method. There's yes. others. Let, we're just going to kind of throw out that one option. Let's also talk a little bit about what happens to us when we read scripture in terms of how it corrects deception in Ooh. us, right? So we've talked a lot in the program about the character transformation model yeah. and how we have a negative core belief or a lie we believe that has led us to sin yep. and make really cruddy choices. And so scripture really resets our brains to truth. Yes, it does. It corrects lies. It corrects deception. It corrects faulty thinking. Yep. And so as we're reading scripture, pay attention to how does this combat a lie I believed? Yep. So for example, back to the Lamentations text, if I had thought for a while, well, God, I don't know where you are. You're not faithful. You know, I don't even feel you. Reading greatest his faithfulness is a reminder, no, this is what's true. Yes. And so I think if you think of scripture as a resetter or a a recalibration tool, it's of, of getting rid of lies and, and deceptionists. I think that's also a good way to look at it. Yes. Is it's really correcting lies. And honestly, we face all kinds of garbage from the world all day long, right? Yeah, we do. Lies, deception, distortions. And so consistently exposing ourselves to the word continually corrects that. Yeah. Thoughts about that. I love that. I also think it's important that we're approaching scripture with a proper lens because it's really easy for me because of experiences that I've had with my upbringing, with my early experience with religion, with um, different belief systems that I've been exposed to, to have an incorrect lens toward sure. God. So to not just read scripture, but to also get um, uh, information from sources that I trust about scripture sure. on the proper perspective. Sure. Because like, you know what, for instance, we can simply take God as love and that can be morphed into so many yeah, different things right, right. based on how we understand love to be and the lens that we define love That's with. That's so it's like coming up with really ultimately identifying properly the heart of God and then having that shift our perspective on God, which ultimately then sh shifts our perspective on us and how we relate to others. Right, right. That's good. So you've talked a little bit about <clears throat> where to start. Yes. We've talked about kind of a time length of maybe five to ten minutes to start off with. Yes. Talked about a method. Yep. Uh, let's touch a little bit on, and we've talked also about how it corrects deception. Yeah, right? it does. Fuzzy thinking. So let's talk a little bit about uh, memorization as well. Okay. So I feel like this one fits in really well with here. For example, you know, if you've been through the program, I'm sure you had moments where you freaked out on a test or something or, yep. you know, you're working on your, your PSTs. But, but really what meditation allows you to do then, or I'm sorry, memorization, is to take 
what impacted you from that text deeper. Yes. So it could be just a phrase, great is his faithfulness. Yeah. That's memorization. Yep. And it allows you to really get that text deeper into your soul. So that's also, I think, a tie-in here to the scripture part is memorization is a way to really get it deeper into your soul and and to, and to make it more real to you. And I want to emphasize that just like um, the idea of memorization is not about the perfection of having every word right. accurate, right. but it's so much more about having the meaning accurate, right. that we right. have that idea and the concept memorized yep. that we can tap into it at a moment's yep. notice. That's good. And lastly, let's talk a little bit about how we sometimes come to scripture with our mind made up about something. Oh, yes, we <laughs> right? do our biases <clears throat> oh, and man. ideas because we're so smart. Because we know it all, right? Uh, so one of the best quotes I heard that helps me with this is that we're not reading scripture. It's reading us. Come on. And there's just a humility, I think, that goes with that. If I'm going to come yes. to the scripture today, open to what God has to speak to me. I'm not looking to look for where it reinforces what I want to do anyway, or my biases or my presuppositions. I'm going to say, God, speak to me today. Yep. And I just think even that simple posture of I'm coming open today, God, here's, here's, here, here I am. Here's your word. Speak to me. I, I think there's just so much power in that. And there's humility in that. And there's openness in that thoughts about approaching the text like that. I love that. And instantly, of course, thought of the 12 step prayer, the set aside prayer. God, today I set aside everything I think I know about you, everything I think I know about myself and everything I think I know about others and everything I think I know about recovery that I can embrace a new experience with you, a new experience with myself, a new experience with others and a new experience in my recovery. When I come to anything with certainty, I'm going to sin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and there's there's a little bit of pride in there, right? Uh, a li- just a little yeah. bit. Just, just, just a little bit. Just a little, little, little bit. Because we're thinking, I know it all. I, wanna, I uh-huh. want to see if, if the scripture agrees with me. Yeah, yeah. When actually, I need then to agree with the scripture. Then we're doing it wrong. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Okay, so here's some potential next steps. We like to do okay. next steps, right? Bring it. So again, pick a book. Just pick it Any and go book. for it. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of opening and pointing. Right. No. God can use that, but I think there's a good discipline of going through a whole Intentional. book. Intentional. So pick a book, dedicate, say, 10 minutes a day. Yep. Start with five if you can't do ten. Five to 10 minutes. Uh, do the SOAP method. Read the scripture and rewrite it. Write one that stands one out that to stands you. One that stands out to you. Got it. Observe. What do I see in this? God, what are you showing me from this? Yes. Could be a word, could be a phrase, could be an idea. Yep. Uh, I'm going to pray with you about how to apply this to my life. Yep. And I'm going to pray that I'll be able to live this out today. Yes. That'd be a great method method to follow. I love it. Come open, come receptive, come eager to hear from God that day. Yep. And, you know, some days it might feel like going through the motions. Yep. But you're still in the word. Yeah. You're still being obedient to follow God. It's still going to make a difference. It's still being planted deep inside of you. That's right. And be consistent. That's, I think, the key to this. Uh, any thoughts you want to add to close out with? I think that's it. That's it. Uh, we love you guys. If you have any questions or thoughts, throw them in the comments. Uh, the word is just life changing. Yes, it is. I just is. want to encourage you to take some next steps today in that process. Uh, as we close, as always, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and grant you much, much peace. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.